Welcome to Cinamerican Dreams, where we take a closer look at the best and worst films depicting foreign imaginations of American experiences. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Avery. Your resident film experts. This episode, we will be discussing Wong Kar Wai's 2007 romantic drama, My Blueberry Nights. This film is particularly special because not only was it Kar Wai's English film debut, but also stars Nora Jones as Elizabeth in her acting debut. This movie delves into love, life, space, and, of course, dreams in America, and we can't wait to break it all down for you. Before we get into all that fun stuff, Avery's going to give us a quick summary, just in case you haven't watched this film yet. My Blueberry Nights follows Elizabeth, played by Nora Jones, and her journey across the United States. After a tough breakup, Elizabeth seeks comfort in a local cafe, where she meets Jeremy, played by Jude Law. The two comfort each other over slices of blueberry pie, but Elizabeth decides to set out on an adventure to find herself and flee from the painful memories of a love lost. As she moves through different towns, bussing from city to city, working as a waitress to support herself, she glimpses into the everyday lives of her patrons, befriending them as they confide in her. Intimate, quiet moments with these characters reveal insights about life and love. Vivid, bustling imagery characterizes the various cities she travels to, creating a cinematically appealing film. Initially lost, unsure of who she is or where she is going, Elizabeth begins to redefine and better understand herself through the people she meets on her journey. Ultimately returning to New York, where it all began in a quiet cafe, Elizabeth reunites with Jeremy, stronger, happier, and more confident than ever before. So let's just get into it. You know, after watching this film, we both had a lot of questions that we're really excited to break down for you guys and discuss. So a couple of the things we're going to be talking about are Carwise background on how it influenced this film, individualism versus collectivism, the film as a potential cautionary tale, and we're also going to dive into some of the specifics of the film itself. The sound of bustling train tracks marks scene changes in the film and contextualizes Elizabeth's moves from city to city. (laughs) I think they sound more like screeching, but our listeners can decide for themselves. For starters, this film is visually stunning. Yes, and Carwai is absolutely known for the style and it really shines through in this film. The cinematography features vivid colors, a lot of striking images, bright lights, a lot of movement juxtaposed with stillness. And these elements really help to characterize each city that Elizabeth finds herself in. There's a very visual difference between New York, Memphis, and Las Vegas. Even though Carwai knocked it out of the park visually with this film, there was a lot of critiques about the two-dimensional characters, their underdevelopment, and a kind of lack of substance in the plot. I completely agree. Starting with Jude Law's character, Jeremy, as the cafe owner in New York, we really didn't get a lot of background on why he is the way he is, his story, and their relationship just seemed honestly a little bit strange. I would say even Nora Jones' character, Elizabeth, our protagonist, 
there was a wall between her and the viewer. We didn't really get her full story. And she, even as the leading lady, felt somewhat underdeveloped. Absolutely. And we barely saw why she found herself in this kind of hopeless state. We just got a quick glimpse into her previous relationship that kind of catapulted her journey across the nation. But we really didn't see a lot of development as to why she felt the need to do so. Why do you think Karwai missed the mark on these characters? Honestly, I'm not entirely sure, but a lot of critics kind of point to Karwai's foreign perspective for these inadequately developed characters. There's been a lot of critique on the dialogue, and a lot of people think that maybe it got lost in translation, and I have to agree. I think that the dialogue was very underdeveloped, and that really played a huge part in the characters also being underdeveloped. As a viewer, I definitely resonated with that critique. There was this awkwardness in the language used. There was this awkwardness in the relationships. But I think one of the flaws of that critique is that we're imposing a very American perspective on a work produced through a foreign lens that is why. That's actually so interesting that you say that because I read this article review that basically said that My Blueberry Nights is directed through Karwai's memories of his personal move from Shanghai to Hong Kong as a young boy and the similarities and experiences between his life and Elizabeth's. That is so interesting. I never considered the film through that lens, but I could totally see that now. Yeah, it was honestly so enlightening, and it also talked about how the film is representing and showcasing Karwai's own feelings about not having a true home base. Wow, that totally changes how I even understand the film. I mean, Elizabeth is totally disconnected, and she doesn't feel like she has a home base either. Yeah, Karwai sees home not as something that exists, but just a hub that he and people in general can kind of come and go as they please. And I think that Elizabeth's character definitely emulates that feeling. Based on that understanding of the film, my only critique is why have a female lead, Elizabeth, if it truly is based on Carwise life, why not a male lead? I mean, I have no idea, but my guess would be maybe just you know, taking some artistic liberty with that baseline narrative and also maybe just for production reasons. Okay, yes, that makes sense. But if we're understanding the film as based on Karwai's personal life, what is the overall message? What can we really take away from this film? I think what's important to consider when we're thinking about the big takeaways from this film is that even though My Blueberry Nights is set in America, and even though this is Carwise debut English film, the work can't be separated from Carwai and his Chinese collectivistic perspective. He's an auteur, and the film can be best understood through Carwai's cultural lens. One really interesting way to understand the film, for example, is through a Taoist perspective and incorporating the concept of Yuan. 
in Chinese culture, urine is similar to that of fate in American culture, yet it's way more pervasive. And it deals with individuals shifting desires for connectivity and autonomy. So one way to understand the characters in this film, their relationships and their symbolism, is them as a materialization of this principle, the epitome of the constant battle between wanting to be able to let go and be free while also desiring interconnectedness, support, and relational security. Wait, that ties up some loose ends for me because when I watched this film, I saw it as a cautionary tale of Elizabeth seeing these flawed characters who had personal issues of substance abuse and gambling, as well as relational issues with infidelity and familial strain. But understanding the potential Taoist principle underlying this film makes it much more clear to me that Elizabeth is toying with that struggle between autonomy and connection. And she sees the characters she encounters as having too much autonomy at the expense of themselves, and then eventually decides to return to New York and create that home base with Jeremy. I think this message really speaks to Carwise potential critique on American individualism and gluttony of attaining too much individualism at the expense of one's life and connections. I agree. Just think of Leslie, Natalie Portman's character. She's this transient gambler and really has no connection to anyone or anything. She's so individualistic that she denies herself the opportunity to see her father on his deathbed because she's convinced that visiting him isn't in her best interest. She's totally convinced herself that it's some sort of trick or lie and that she needs to prioritize herself over him and anything he could want from her. She assumes that everyone is out for themselves. And by operating under this assumption, she robs herself of connectivity and familial love. And take Arnie, the police officer in Memphis. He is so invested in his wife's betrayal of infidelity that he can't reflect on his own struggles with alcoholism and how that might have drove her to divorce. His individualistic and selfish view on his life ended in the ultimate tragedy of death and potential suicide. Even as Elizabeth comes to understand these characters, it is only due to her situation as a waitress or bartender rather than her genuine desire to build relationships with these characters. That's one of the things that makes it hard to really take away any one thing from this film because no introspection or even honest dialogue between Elizabeth and any other character occurs. We have no clue what Elizabeth takes away from her journey and we as viewers are just as lost and can only guess based on what we know about Carwai himself. Okay, so knowing everything that we know about Carwai, his life and his Chinese perspective, what do we think he has to say in this movie about American culture. I think that the characters he's developed in this film are, like we've already said, highly flawed and very individualistic. And I think that one of the key takeaways from these characters is how impersonal their lives seem. I mean, Elizabeth doesn't really get to know any of them. She just hears about their struggles. And I think that that is true of all the characters in this film. We really only see their flaws and their failed relationships, but we don't know what goes right in their lives. I totally agree. I took Chinese as a language for a few years in high school, and I learned a lot about Chinese culture through my study of the language. And I know that Chinese culture is very collectivistic, very family-oriented. Linguistically, there's a huge emphasis on relationality and how different individuals 
are related to another one another through familial bonds. So I think that was something that stuck out to me immediately is how detached all of these people are from their families. And I think speaks to the individualistic nature of how Karwai understands America. It's really interesting that you bring up language because I'm not sure if you realized, but Elizabeth actually used a different name in every single city. And that can speak to the fact that she really doesn't have any ties to any of the characters or even any of the cities that she finds herself in. Also, as a psychology major, I've taken a lot of classes that delve into individualism versus collectivism. And it's super interesting because even the way we view our world and our surroundings is highly influenced by whether or not we grew up in a collectivistic versus individualistic culture. And collectivistic cultures view the people as operating within the greater context. No person is insular and singular. Whereas in individualistic cultures, each person is really their own entity. And I think knowing that distinction really helps us characterize this film as through Karwai's Chinese perspective, rather than the American lens that we impose on everything that we view and consume. All in all, this was a really interesting film for us to watch, especially when we consider it as a presentation of America through a foreign lens in a different culture's context. And I think this film honestly helped me, and I feel like you might feel the same, characterize a lot of the other films and works that we've consumed that are from a foreign perspective, just because this film was so contemporary and we could really compare what we expect an Americanized film of these same themes and areas to kind of touch on compared to that of the foreign perspective of Karwai. And I love the contemporary nature of that. And I think that really helps us characterize the distinction between those foreign perspectives. That is a great point. I think we're a little pressed for time. So we may have to wrap up this great discussion of my Blueberry Nights. I had such a great time talking with you, Alessandra, and hearing your perspectives on the film. Ah, thank you, Avery. I also had such a great time hearing your perspectives on this amazing foreign perspective film. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. And this has been My Cinamerican Dreams with Alessandra and Avery. Bye. Bye. I will sing along, I suppose. I guess it's just how it goes.